Good morning, my friend. Come on in and pull up a chair. Welcome to Brother Scott's Bible Breakfast. I saw a clip the other day from Forrest Gump, and it was the part of the movie where uh, uh, Forrest was very young, and he was there with his uh, friend Jenny, and there were some bullies rode up on bicycles, and they were throwing rocks at Forrest and teasing him. He had braces on his legs when he was little, and uh, the scene was getting pretty rough, and uh, Jenny shouted out, run, Forrest, run, and she wanted him to get away. Uh, she knew that if he stayed, that uh, things were going to get uh, real bad. So again, that catchphrase was born, run, Forrest, run. There are times in our life when we need to stand our ground and we need to work and we need to, uh, to, to make a stand. But there are times in our life when we need to, to retreat. We need to run, Forrest, run. Uh, we were not made as human beings uh, to work ourselves to death. Sometimes we need to run. We need to get away. We need to retreat. Uh, we see multiple accounts of Jesus getting away from the crowds and of retreating to be alone. Uh, Jesus actually figured out a great routine, a balance between his ministry uh, and the work and his rest. Uh, he would either get off by himself to pray or he would sometimes spend time with friends like Mary, Martha, and Lazarus and, and be uh, at their house reclined and, and resting. It's said that more than 40% of Americans don't get enough rest. There are 134 countries in the world that actually set a maximum amount of hours a worker can work in a week, but not in the United States. Uh, Americans work 137 more hours per year than the Japanese worker. The American worker works 260 hours more than the British worker and 499 more hours than the French worker. Now, I'm not comparing Americans to Frenchmen by any stretch, but just saying that uh, you can work yourself to death and you can stay and, and be in the fight, and it's really not doing you any good. The U.S. worker averages 13 paid days off a year. Almost every other developed country has 20 or some of them up to 30 days off a year, paid days off. And uh, But listen, here's what makes it even worse, that many Americans uh, will only take 50 to 60 percent of their given days off. They don't even take off the days we have. We are driven. And it's admirable to work hard. I certainly endorse that. I've had a problem in my life of getting rest, of retreating, of taking time off. Uh, even on vacations when my children were younger, I would take uh, commentaries and work and laptops. I'd taken guitars to work on church music. And uh, man, that is one of my big regrets is I entered this phase of my life is that uh, I didn't, I didn't, when I did take count, I didn't take enough time off. And then sometimes even the time I did take off was not quality time. Uh, we have to learn to get away, to retreat. In Genesis chapter 2, 
uh, we're all familiar with what it says there in verse 2. It's on the seventh day God ended his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all of his work, which he had done. Uh, Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it he rested from all his work, which God had created and he made. We know that it was when the Sabbath was instituted. But we have to take a couple of steps back and ask ourselves, did God really need rest? Was he fatigued? Was he tired? You, You and I both know that's not that that's not the case. God instituted the Sabbath, as he says later on in the New Testament, that the man wasn't created for the Sabbath. Sabbath was created for the man. It, it should never be a burden to us this side of the cross. The Sabbath is a gift. Uh, listen, God made us to rest. If you're working seven days a week, I want you to know. I think I have pretty good ground to stand on. That's not biblical. We are not made to do that. We're not made to work uh, 365 days out of the year. Uh, You probably heard all your life that God rested on the seventh day, and he did. But we need to know the implications of that is that God made us to rest. He wasn't tired. You and I, we're tired. Uh, This forces us to take a look at ourselves, to to learn how to to take a rest, to to renew our strength, to renew our vision, to renew our call in God. Uh, There's a few things that that doing this do. It'll refresh us. If we learn to rest, it'll, it'll, it'll... It'll make us alert. It'll it'll make us fit for the tasks that we have ahead of us. And when we rest, it forces us to trust God. What do you mean by that? Well, let me give you an example. I think of Chick-fil-A, how they uh, all of their franchises, the restaurants are closed on Sunday. And we think like, well, man, think of all the revenue that they are missing by not being open on Sunday. Well, What they're doing is they're honoring a day of rest, and they're also, they're trusting God, that God is going to provide for them the other six days, the hours that they're open, that God is going to provide for them. And so far, so good. It's worked for them. So when we learn how to retreat, when we learn how to really rest, uh, listen, it'll refresh us. It'll, it'll, it'll make us better workers. It'll make us better leaders. It'll make us better parents. It'll make us uh, better at just about everything if we're refreshed and we're rested. And it also makes us trust God. That God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slow down. I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to do as Your Word prescribes. I'm going to rest. I'm gonna trust You that You're gonna provide. That uh, my job is still gonna be there when I get back. And so th- that's a very interesting thing. You know, here's some things we need to learn. We need to learn to say no sometimes. To leave work behind. And as I said, one of the biggest struggles and problems in my life is learning how to rest. Um, not working on vacation. It might be admirable, but to be honest, it's kind of stupid. Uh, here's what I've learned in my later years, that I'm not that important. Uh, I'm not irreplaceable. Uh, somebody else can lead my church, and somebody else can preach behind my pulpit. Uh, 
I tell you what, I am irreplaceable at home. I only have one wife and had two girls to raise. And uh, sometimes when we work so much, we, we neglect that, that higher calling. Uh, so we need to learn to say no to some stuff. We need to learn to be quiet, unplug, turn the phone off, turn the laptop off, turn the television off, uh, take a walk reconnect with nature i love vacationing uh in places where we can observe god uh we love the mountains because uh, you can see god and it's it's uh, uh, things we don't see every day and the ocean and, and its majesty and, and it just it just cries out that there is a creator god uh, when you do have a time to get away don't plan too much don't get so busy sometimes i've been on vacations that i needed to come home and take a vacation from my vacation uh so so slow down unplug um you know, uh, sleep in on vacation or on a getaway or on a weekend or a day off. Sleep in late. Uh, curl up on the couch with a good book. Watch television. Uh, you know, we need to learn to say no. We need to learn to be quiet. We need to learn to do a new thing. Uh, not just laying on the couch, maybe, but uh, a hobby of some sort. I, I enjoy uh playing music and, and playing guitar and drums and those things that God's allowed me to do. Uh, do something you enjoy that, that puts a smile on your face. Uh, I'm not a big reader, but my wife and my girls, they love to read. Uh, then read. Uh, get you a good book. Read it. Uh, listen to music. Uh, whatever you need to do, but learn a new thing. Do something different and, and rest in it. Uh, we need to, uh, sometimes you need to go somewhere, anywhere. People say, well, I don't have enough money to take a big vacation. You don't have to go far. Uh, and there's a lot of cheap things close by. Uh, maybe there was a time, one time we lived in Tupelo. We just went to Memphis and uh, Sarah Ann was a baby. Uh, she's the only child we have. And we just got a, a motel room over close to the mall. And we ate out a couple of times and went and walked around the mall. But we needed just to get away. And sometimes a change of scenery, uh, just a, doing something different is, is a kind of, you know, it'll give you some rest. Um, and lastly, we need to learn to spend time with God. Uh, when we get caught up in the rat race, we're, uh, our heat hit, feet hit the ground and we're running first thing in the morning and we go all day. We get home. We have, we have things we have to do outside at the house, inside at the house. And next thing we know, it, we're worn out and it's time to get ready to go to bed. And, and so uh, uh, we need to get away sometimes just so we can spend some good, intensive time in the Word, in prayer, in meditation, and just spend time with God. Uh, read a story one time it's been several years ago about a young man uh, back in the 1800s and he was looking for a job and he went to a local logging company to apply for a job there and the foreman asked him if he could uh, cut a tree down with an axe and the young man said well yeah I can do that so he proceeded to take his axe walk over to the tree and he dropped it like he'd been doing it all of his life the foreman was impressed, and he hired him on the spot. On Monday, the young man uh, outperformed everybody. All the other more experienced loggers, uh, he, he did better than they did. But each day after that, he got slower and slower and slower until uh, he could barely uh, manage to cut down one tree. 
He worked just as hard, swinging his axe, hitting the tree over and over again, but it just didn't work as well as it did on Monday. Finally, the young man, who was nearly exhausted, laid down his axe, and he sat down. And that was when the foreman came over and told the young man that he knew what the problem was. He explained to the young man that he had been so busy cutting trees down that he had forgotten to sharpen his axe. Consequently, it, it had become dull and was essentially useless since it had not been kept in good condition. Uh, I believe th- that speaks to us, that sometimes we're working so hard and we're, we're showing up and doing what we're supposed to be doing, and, but we begin to slow down. We're not as effective as we once were. And it's because that we haven't stopped to sharpen our axe, that we have to get away. It's biblical. God gave us the Sabbath. Now, me, I preach on Sundays. I'm at the church by 530 and I'm there till after everyone's gone at noon. And and then I'm back sometimes 430 for meetings and uh, classes at 530, preach again at 630, usually preach uh, three times on Sunday. And sometimes it's nine o'clock or so before I get home. So Sunday is not my Sabbath, but I do have days during the week when when I rest, when I'm not going to do much at all. A lot of people have to work on Sundays. Um Somebody was arguing against that the other day, and I said, you know, that when when your loved one is hurt or in an accident on Sunday, you're going to be glad there are doctors and nurses that are there. There, there are pharmacies to get medicine for your sick children. See, we're not under the law of the Sabbath. That's crazy. That, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. That's why the Word tells us that, that uh, man was not made for the Sabbath, but Sabbath was made for the man. It's not about the day of the week. It's about the rest that God has prescribed for you and I. So take a lesson from Jesus, who took many, many times off when the crowds were too much. He would go off into a place to pray. He would, he would go off and be alone. My friends, don't forget this week sharpen your axe, get away, retreat, rest. Let me pray for you as we start our week. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this day you've given us, for the heartbeat in our chest, Lord, to be alive. God, I pray for my friends out there, Lord, and my family, Lord, that uh, you would give us a good week, God, that you would uh, give us uh, divine appointments to share your love. God, Guard us this week, how we talk to people, how we treat people, that God, they're not going to listen to us when we tell them about your love if we're unloving to others. God, some of my friends out there are real tired. They're worn out. And Lord, they need to run. They need to get away. They need to retreat. They need the rest. So God, I provide. I pray that you would provide that opportunity, that place, that time that they can catch their breath and they can sharpen their axe. Lord, uh, I pray you will uh, prosper, my friends, that you will keep them safe, and that, Lord, you would use us for your kingdom's sake this week. And we ask these things in the sweet name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks for stopping by and visiting with me. I'll meet you back here next Monday. God bless you and have a great week.